Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Go Lady Hawks. <laughs> hey, how's it going, everybody? We're back for another show. We're back to kick it in high gear. We're back to have sex with you. I'm back. I'm ready to massage you very sensually. Now, how's it going, everybody? So, this is another show, as always. Getting back on, running running the show. So, just kind of kind of here to talk about great dividend stocks that you could buy during market crash, or just in general, even when times are decent. Um, if there's one thing I like to admit, at least everybody, uh, you're better off just always finding the um, the best companies. Just any great company that pays a dividend is really what you need. Um, I prefer, me personally, um, just going with the creme de la creme. You know, I, I can even give you guys a list right now of the best dividend stocks. Usually have a list sitting around somewhere. I actually don't memorize the stuff because I don't have that many dividend stocks, but honestly, there are the best. There are quite a few. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Give me another second. Yeah, so we're talking about long-term. I'm not talking about dividend stocks that pay a fat, fat, fat dividend. Um, some of these stocks have y lower yielding, yearly yielding dividends, but what I really want to focus on are the dividends where you get like just a, a growing dividend over time. One that's a long-term, you're always going to get that quarterly dividend. They rarely cut the dividend, you know? So if you find ones where they don't cut the dividend or do anything crazy, you're pretty much okay. So one of them, Atmos Energy is actually pretty solid. Their ticker symbol ATO. Um, they're basically a regulated natural gas utility. You know, they're in Texas. Um, I don't know much about them. I'm kind of looking them up real quick. I know some things about them. I just know they're a great company. They've been around for a while, you know, so. Uh, let's see. I mean, they got great earnings per share. Um, the revenue increased 35% year over year. That's not bad. Yeah, so Atmos Energy, solid dividend. Um, one one of my favorites is Johnson & Johnson. I know they've been on a lot of heat lately. There's even been rumor that they may have to file for bankruptcy. They've had a lot of lawsuits going on, man. It's pretty rough. So Johnson, J&J, &J, baby. As much as I like Johnson Johnson as a company, I think they're okay. Um, I think now might be the time to invest in them while the bad news is going. Because I don't think they're... Look, they're such a big company. I doubt they would have to file for permanent bankruptcy. 
And I feel like the news articles that are talking about Johnson and Johnson's potential bankruptcy are meant to get people to sell off their position to lower the price. I don't think a big company like that will go down. So Johnson and Johnson, I still believe to be a reliable uh, dividend aristocrat in a lot of senses. Uh, another one I think people should always get into. Um, this is just one. AbbVie's great. You know, AbbVie is like, you know, how you say it? Basically, pharmaceutical manufacturer. You know, um, it's basically spun off by Abbott Laboratories, ABT, in 2013. Um, their earnings per share growth is 13.5% and 18.8% respectively from 2013 to 2020. That's pretty incredible. Hmm. Honestly, AbbVie's a pretty good dividend aristocrat. You're always going to get... I mean, look, medical stocks, just between you and me, um, medical stocks can be pretty rough in the sense that if... Some of the drugs they come up with face steep competition. Um, there may be a lot of competition out there that can compete against a drug or a product. Um, and sometimes while they had a good run early on, you know, had great earnings growth over time, it is possible that earnings growth may slow down and the growth of the company itself may slow down. So, um, so their earnings per share growth may be limited. So it's a tough one, my friends. It's very tough. So future earnings growth for AbbVie, I think they're still going to have a stable dividend. They're still going to have earnings, obviously. But as far as earnings growth, I don't think their stock value is going to prop up and go crazy. You know? Yeah, those are a few examples of great dividend stocks. Um, Coca-Cola, obviously. 3M, uh, Apple. Um, there's honestly plenty. Seems like I'm getting a couple calls. Hmm. My buddy uh, Nathan is sending me something real quick. Hold on. He... Hmm. He's asking me if I notice anything. He's showing me a picture of uh, some charts, some IPO charts. I'm not too sure. <laughs> I guess I'm not clever enough to figure out what he's trying to say on it right at the moment, but that's okay. <laughs> I'll have to analyze it a little bit further later. Not during the show, though. Um, I just put a question mark. Hopefully he'll let me know what he's, what he's thinking. Um, I was actually on a walk earlier with my buddy Nathan, and we were kind of discussing a few things. And one of the things we were discussing, just, you know, I was just talking to him about, well, I was just basically like giving my buddy advice. Um, like I said, I don't like, 
I just don't want my friends to make the same mistake their parents made or what most people in this town have made. Um, I think it's good to get rich. I think it's good to have a firm source of income. I think it's great to be smart about your money. And, um, you know, I just want to help people. If anybody wants the truth, I just, I like, I'm addicted to helping people. And, um, I don't know. I, I just see, I don't know. I don't know. I just, the way I've, the way I've done things. I just think it's it's a good idea that during a market crash, you you guys buy dividend stocks. They're a great protection. Um, they're a good asset, to be quite honest. So, I mean, there's multiple ways to play a market crash, but yeah, definitely racking up on great companies because you're going to get paid to hold these companies. And dividends, they grow over time, you know. You're gonna get you're gonna get your you're gonna get a good bang for your buck, basically. Um, and the goal is to always have an income, is the whole point behind it. You know, use your money now to create an income for later, right? Because you're still gonna get that money back, you're still gonna get the income. Dividends are not a guarantee though, just to let you guys know. But if you find great solid companies that always pay a dividend and rarely, and I mean rarely, cut their dividend, it's gotta be rare then you're pretty much a-okay. But if you have a ton of ton of great companies that never cut their dividend, chances are maybe one or two may not pay a dividend for a while. There's a chance. But if you have enough companies, at least you'll get dividend payments from those other ones. That's why I always say never rely on one single company. Have multiple companies in your arsenal. It's the best medicine, man. Still, I mean, if you want to work it out, if you want to play it smart, man, just have a bunch of companies in your arsenal. So the more, like I said, the more companies you have, uh, the, the better the situation will be for you. Um, it helps quite a bit. I'm just trying to think right now of um, other things I could talk about. <clears throat> At this time. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm still thinking. Um, but um, if you guys have any questions, you know, let me know on the live chat. I mean, I'm still live, still streaming on the YouTubes. Um, But yeah, I mean, the best thing you could do right now is just get the best dividend companies you can. I actually have a watch list specifically with great dividend companies, and I want to at least give you guys the... I'll give you guys a rundown. I'll give you guys the list. Why not? You know, I want these uh, I want these videos to be educational and powerful for you, so um, might as well give you guys the list of good dividend companies because this list took me a while to assemble. Um, All right, so we got Coors. I think Coors is great. Um, Vanguard, uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. 
So we got Allstate is solid. Allstate is an insurance company. I still think that they're going to face a lot of heavy um, with the tech sector, with the insurance tech sector on the rise. Um, we're going to see a lot of some of the relics falter a little bit. Some of the insurance companies may not hold their ground as well. I think Allstate will. Allstate's pretty solid. They're really undervalued, though. They have a two, oh, so they have a two percent dividend yield, yearly dividend yield. That seems that's pretty impressive, to be honest. And um, and their PE ratio is five point three. That means they're severely undervalued. Allstate is incredibly undervalued. Um, there's a few different ones you you should consider as far as growth stocks or dividend ones, but we're focusing on the dividend ones right now. We're gonna, you're going to need to rack up on dividend stocks during the market crash. And you're going to need to be buying more shares slowly over time to lower your average cost of the, of the companies you're purchasing, right? So American Express is good. People are not going to get rid of their credit cards anytime soon. Amex is a huge card company. Um, I'm personally not the biggest fan of them. I, I don't know. I just think luxury credit cards are kind of ridiculous, but hey, they they still have a place. People still want them. I'm more of a big fan of Visa and MasterCard, to be honest. They're more accessible for a lot of people. Um, People aren't giving up their credit cards anytime soon. People love credit cards. I love credit cards. I just don't go crazy with them, you know. Um, But yeah, they make a American Express makes a lot of money. Visa makes a lot of money. Um, MasterCard makes a fuck ton of money, too. Um, I do think I do think American Express is a little overvalued. Their PE ratio is 27.8. That's a little overvalued in my opinion. Their earnings are good. Earnings are solid, but their growth rate of earnings is not worth the current ratio I'm looking at. But they're still a solid company, and you should always hold Amex just in case. Because, look, if you bought American Express, right, and then it dips in value, buy more. Just lower the average cost and continue to collect the dividend. The dividend is a one one percent yield, which is kind of minimal. That's a yearly. Remember, dividend yields are are yearly, or the yearly accumulation. Those one percent or whatever the current share price is is what the yield is, which isn't bad. You're gonna get decent, uh, okay amount for the dividend per quarter. But let's keep let's take an eye. Let's keep an eye out on other ones. So we got. General Dynamics is interesting. I, I'm a General Dynamics guy. They're a pretty good company for the most part. Um, they're an aerospace and defense energy company. It's engaged in the provision of tanks, rockets, missiles, submarines, worship, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan of General Dynamics, though. They got a decent market capitalization. Their PE ratios, they're not overvalued. 17.1's a great PE ratio. Morningstar ranks them a three star out of five. Uh, General Dynamics is three fourths defense prime contractor and one fourth business jet manufacturer. I think it just depends on the contracts they get, but honestly, they're one of the better. They are one of the better companies, so just don't underestimate them and get a, even if you have to get fractional shares of them, it's okay. Um, they pay a two point three percent dividend yield yearly. That's not bad. And look, you're not looking for the highest yield. In fact, I'll tell you why you don't want to always go for the highest yield. And this is a quick little pro tip. Usually when a yield is too high, it means the company is sinking further and further. 
and it means the yield has to go higher as a result. Because of course, let's say as an example, um, I have a company that is a dollar per share, right? And let's say we have a dividend of, well, keep the math simple, do 1% dividend, right? We pay 1% dividend yield per year, right? So let's say the stock I have that it's a dollar goes down to 50 cents, right? Well, the dividend yield, um, of course, is going to go up because, well, we're only paying 1% annually, which means that per year, we're only paying, well, let's see, 1% of a dollar is one cent. So, so if our, it goes down to 50 cents for the share price, what is the dividend yield then? Well, can't even think of the math. But basically, though, it would be a pretty high dividend, actually. A 50% dividend, basically. Wow, that's insane. But um, what, I'm trying to, what I'm trying to get at, the weird math aside, is... Uh, hold on. Seconds here. Hmm. Sorry, I'm looking at something. Also, my brain is a little bit blah right now. It's a little late for me, but I wanted to do shows so bad. I love doing these shows, and I can't help myself. Tell you how many investors were involved in on the dip. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I was responding to my buddy's uh, text real quick. He was uh, telling me about the IPOs and stuff, and um, I guess it doesn't really tell you how many investors were a part of the ones that dipped heavily, is um, what I was kind of getting at. Um, one moment. Just gonna tell him motherfucking IPOs. Uh, he's talking about IPOs and stuff, and you know, IPOs are great. It's basically an initial public offering, you know, for anybody who doesn't know. And I don't like IPOs. I think they're too risky, and they start out a little overvalued half the time, or it gets a little grandiose. But, um, I got distracted. That's why I should never check my phone during a during a show. Um, yeah, this is exciting. I don't know. I don't seem excited. I'm a little tired, but I am excited. Um, you want the best dividend companies possible. And let me give you guys a couple more. Another reason I was checking my phone so I can look, so look at my broker, my brokerage account. So, so Lockheed's a good one. They're basically kind of similar to General Dynamics in a lot of ways. Um, Charles Schwab, Domino's, eh. the Blackstone Group. Okay, Blackstone Group is super cool, and I'll tell you why. They have a series of investments, and they're really undervalued, too. It's crazy. Their P.E. ratio is 18.2. Their dividend 
yield is 2.6%. Oh my god. Basically, they engage in the provision of investment and fund management services. It operates through the following segments, private equity, real estate, hedge fund solutions, and credit. The private equity segment consists of flagship corporate private equity funds, Blackstone Capital Partners funds, anyway, basically, they have a lot of investments and assets they are a part of that make them a shit ton of money, and they can also share it with their investors through a dividend, and their value goes up over time because they are a part of investments the general public is not able to get a hold of. I love the Blackstone Group. It is one of my personal favorites, and I'll always be happy to have them. See, and they also pay a hell of a dividend. So get the Blackstone Group. Their PE ratio is fucking low as shit right now, so you're pretty much gold if you get them. Um, eh, NASDAQ's a good one to buy. Um, as always, I'm going to recommend getting an index fund. Seriously, get an index fund. Get an S&P 500 index fund, even though they're overvalued. You can at least buy more when it dips. That's the positive note. It's good to diversify what you got. They still pay a dividend. Um, I'm a little hesitant about the REIT funds, the Vanguard US REIT fund. It's interesting. that I think they do pick really good REITs. Basically, it's a real estate investment trust. Um, <clears throat> however, this Vanguard collects all sorts of REITs in this entire fund. So you're basically like just a diversified portfolio of REITs, which isn't a bad idea. It does give you some exposure to real estate and it, and it allows you to diversify your portfolio in a sense and allow you to be exposed to more real estate, even if it's in the form of a real estate investment trust. Yeah, they pay a hell of a dividend, you know, 2.6% yearly dividend is not bad, but they are really overvalued. Their, their P.E. ratio, their price over earnings ratio is 77.5. That's a little bit high. A little bit too high for my blood, but hell. Can't win them all. So, I'm, I don't know. I like REITs, though. I'm a, you know, the only REIT I really have and invest in is Realty Income, which I want to talk about right now. They have a monthly dividend, by the way. They pay out a monthly dividend. You got to give them props. And plus, their dividend yield... If I'm right, it's not very high. I haven't checked on them in a while. But yeah, I'm all about the... In fact, I will admit, if um, if the market dips really, really heavily... Uh, yikes, Pete. Ooh. Oof. I forgot how overvalued they are right now. So Realty Income is severely overvalued, as much as I like them. Um, and they still pay a good dividend, even if they're overvalued. A 4% yearly dividend. That is incredible. So their P.E. ratio, though, they are 70.6 price over earnings. That is really, really highly overly valued. But their earnings growth over time as a REIT is pretty good. I think real estate goes nothing but up, up, up for the most part. We are going to experience a housing market crash here very soon. So keep that in mind. Um, Stag Stag Industrial, by the way, is an interesting one. They're one of the better uh, REITs. They pay a monthly dividend just like Realty Income. But Realty Income's been in the game longer. And honestly, I, if I were to trust one REIT with my money, it would definitely be Realty Income for sure. Uh, they would be the one who can take my money and pay me a dividend. Um, but the one thing I want to talk about the most, though, I think delayed gratification is a concept that is foreign to millennials and any 
generation younger than millennials. So I'm a millennial. Don't get me wrong. I'll admit it. But the problem I face, the problem my generation faces is we're all about instant gratification. There's no delay in gratification, you know, and that's the difference between the haves and the have nots, you know, delaying your gratification is an important concept. Being able to, being able to not always be comfortable, for instance, is a good concept to learn. Um, I'm used to not being comfortable. In fact, so, so much to the point that I don't need a lot of creature comforts. I don't have a lot of furniture, for instance. My place is very barren. Um, I like it that way, and it just makes me feel better. Um, and I'm happy about it. So I'm going to continue living the barren life that I love to lead and, and continue to help you guys invest. I, I love doing this. I mean, I work my normal job, of course, during the day. But at night, this is the job I want to really do. This is the job I enjoy to do, enjoy doing. Uh, broadcasting to the world and helping people out through my educational messages and my my humor as well. Hopefully my humor can get you guys through the darkest of times. Um, yeah, you know, I've just been writing down a lot of different ideas. I've been really brainstorming lately. And uh, pen and paper, I gotta admit, um, sometimes I get tired of typing. So, And when you get tired of typing, sometimes you just want to... Just get the pen, just get the just get a little mechanical pencil. I got a shit ton of mechanical pencils. Start writing. I'm showing my age. My buddy Nathan was telling me I'm sh I was showing my age earlier. I'm I'm kind of an old soul, I guess. But yeah, I'm definitely an old fart. I'm turning into an old fart at least. I feel like it. Um uh, props to you, Mr. Nathan, though. Props to Mr. Nathan. I don't think he's watching tonight. I think he's gotta go to bed early. Um I should probably get to bed myself here in a few moments because I got to go to work at some point. Um, but this is the job I love to do at night. Um, I make money through the podcast. I'm not going to lie. Podcast is what makes me is a real money maker. I like doing the YouTube channel, though, because when I get to advertise right there, as you can see, I can learn how to point. This is the real money maker right there. So I make all my money through the Anchor FM podcast. Um, the more episodes I make, the better, though. Um, it's just fun. I love being a part of the diverse community of podcasters. I like being a part of the diverse community of YouTube broadcasters. I don't call myself a YouTuber, by the way. I just consider myself a YouTube broadcaster. In all actuality, I'm I'm here to, you know, promote messages and teach teach millennials to not just be responsible but to be intelligent with their investments to, to 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 look at money differently i want to change people's minds about money is the thing at least what what we've been taught about money is really flawed the public education system has ruined our ability to understand money and um they taught us that saving money is a good thing when it really is not um we, we've been fed a lot of bullshit messages. For instance, did you know that buying a house with a mortgage, it's not, the house is not your asset. The house is really, if you think about it, the bank's asset. Because if you can't pay it, you can't pay those rates. It's, it's the bank's, you know? So, I don't know. I consider, for instance, a house can be kind of a liability. Now, real estate's not a bad thing, though. If you buy, if you buy during a seller's market, well, I should say, if you buy during a buyer's market, where everybody is, 
everybody's trying to sell their house, but they can't get any buyers. Of course, they're going to have to lower the prices, you know? So the market, I think we're definitely in markets really overvalued. And if you're buying a house, like <laughs> I know money's cheap, but I don't know. I would rather buy, if I'm going to buy a house using a mortgage, I want to make sure that my interest rates are through the roof on the mortgage. Cause I know that when the interest rates are high, that means I'm buying a house during a time when it's easy to buy a house at a lower price. Anyway, I have gone on long enough with this podcast tonight. I will, well, I should say, it's, it's a mixture between a YouTube thing. I just, I put the audio on Anchor, but um, I hope the dividend stocks I went over with you guys help in some way. Remember, I'll, I'll even go over, I should have an entire episode where I dedicate, um, uh, in episode two, a watch list you guys can utilize to where you guys can really, really, uh, I, I want to give you guys a watch list, the watch list to end all watch lists, I guess a watch list that'll allow you to find the best companies, the best companies the market has to offer. That'll always pay you a good dividend, but will typically nine times out of 10 be okay during a market crash. So it'll be interesting, I gotta admit, but I, I'm I'm really excited and really um, focused on what I can do to help you guys out. So the more value I can bring to you guys, the better. I really just wanna, I wanna help. I just wanna help. So um, yeah, if you guys like this video, as always, hit the like button. If you hate it, hit the dislike button. I want the honesty. I, I wanna, if I suck, I suck, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna do things the best. I'm gonna do things to the best of my ability and help you guys out. Anyway, um, thank you guys for your patience with me. Appreciate it. Have an incredible rest of the night, and I look forward to making more videos.